Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, aka Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I just finished watching B Water, which was another ESPN 30 for 30. I guess it's been kind of like a tradition over the last six weeks that on Sunday nights at eight o'clock we we get something that is sports related. And because there's no American team sports yet, I was really looking forward to this during the Jordan documentary. They had put together and said, Hey, this is what's coming up over the next month. And I wasn't interested in the Lance Armstrong one. I'm not, I'm probably never going to watch that. Not because it's not an interesting story, but because the amount of glee that, Armstrong took and continues to take in destroying other people's lives to further his narrative. So I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of, of supporting anything that is Lance Armstrong. I've heard it's, it's really well done, but I just don't have any real interest at all in learning more about him because I feel like he's shown exactly who he was multiple times over. Anyway, this is about Bruce Lee. And this really well done film by Bao Wen, who directed it, and I I was blown away by it. And some of it is just some of the choices that were made in doing it. I was blown away that we're so used to kind of this copy and paste style of documentary of if you have someone who's speaking on the subject, whatever that subject may be. We're going to see that person. We're going to get to see their reaction, what their face says, what their body language is when they're talking about these things. Think about the last dance documentary and how much we discuss the reaction of the people talking. Obviously, we're talking about the content, too, but we spend a lot of time talking about seeing Jordan cry and stop the shooting of of what's going on him laughing at Gary Payton him laughing or being angry at Isaiah Thomas like all of those things seeing people's reactions seeing Scotty being deadpan about he'd do it again if if he had the chance which we all go wait what what do you mean you'd sit out another 1.8 seconds but what they did in B Water was They just let it be the background. It was just the background. You were seeing this incredible archival footage. And I thought that Wynn did a a really good job of intersplicing in other like timely stuff. Like stuff from the era to help tell the story. Like it's really beautiful. That's the word that I kind of keep coming back to. It's, it's beautifully done and handled very delicately. And that was cool. Like, I I had known a little bit, like, you know, Bruce Lee is kind of like a myth. You see his movies and you study his style and that way that he talked. And that was the thing that I would love to ask a question about that. Because the, there's a point in the documentary where they talk about Bruce not being well received by Hollywood types because 
of his accent. And I always was fascinated by how the pace at which Bruce Lee talked, that it was, it was very, it felt very methodical. It felt as if he was thinking about everything that he wanted to say. And now I'm not sure if that's just what his character was, that he was thinking about everything he wanted to say, or if he was thinking about how he sounded when he said it. So that's something that if if I had the chance to interview Bao Wen, I would I would love to get his his input on it. I thought that them telling the story with these beautifully written letters from Bruce to his family, to his friends, it lets you know that maybe that's something that we should as a society like get back to doing. Cuz our email construction is really terrible, but just writing a note to a friend and what can be expressed inside those notes is can be very powerful and lasting. I thought that was great. I thought the way that they were able to use the voices of everyone to tell the story without seeing the faces, like that's a really, that's a powerful choice. And then at the end, you kind of get a payoff because they have everyone who you heard from and they all have a picture of themselves with Bruce. I thought it was very sweet. And that's what I mean. It was, um, I guess in, in a way it reflected the personality of the guy. And it, it, it really, I was mesmerized by it. I got to tell you, I've been looking forward to it all weekend long and we had done a podcast for NBC Sports Chicago today and as soon as we were done like I I'm usually one of those people on these Zoom calls that lingers a little bit I I talk to everyone and, oh you know I'm usually the last one to leave the meeting I was the first one to jump out the meeting today cuz I wanted to get downstairs and I wanted to find out more about Bruce Lee and I found out more about Bruce Lee what I enjoyed was learning a little bit about the movie making. And I didn't realize like that he was a child star and seeing how that manifested itself and how, in how he believed in who he was before he got some of the bigger opportunities that he got from Hollywood that he had always believed and the the concept of be water, like hearing him explain it, like it makes a lot of sense. And I think there are definitely things that we can continue to take from it. And I guess that's what brings me to the connection of where things stand today. On Twitter, I said, this is really timely. And it's timely because you look at the protests that are happening in Hong Kong and what's happening between Hong Kong and China and how that kind of affects the NBA after what Daryl Morey had to say and seeing that there's this philosophical approach by protesters, the idea of being water and not being able to be captured because water cannot be captured. It takes the form of whatever space that it's in. 
it's powerful yet tranquil like all these things it just made so much sense and then i wanted to know more so i immediately like okay let me find out more about this director let me find out more about the project there's this esquire piece done on bruce lee and one of the things that i learned is the first student that he was teaching in his his schools in California was a black man who wanted to learn how to protect himself because he had been a victim of police brutality. And it's like, this is where we're at, (laughs) you know, like this is where we're at in 2020. And this is what was going on with Bruce like 60 years ago. The, storytelling that Bao Wen did explaining the history of blacks being pitted against Asian people and Asian people being used as this model minority and how that could drive a wedge between people I thought was incredible. I it was it's one of those things where you learn a ton I'm I honestly want to watch it again because it, I realized like as it was ending how many scenes there were in the water like the concept of be water so I want to see it again but having that explained so well on the type of things that Bruce Lee was trying to overcome and the stereotyping and the wedging that is being done I'm really glad I needed that message. I needed I needed to hear that and see that and open up my mind to a, another perspective on the racial spectrum in the United States and seeing this guy who was clearly magnetic that, that a, a guy that you you can't take your eyes off of him when he's on the screen to not be given more opportunities early on it makes you scratch your head. Even when they're showing the clips of him on the Green Hornet, you're like, this guy is unreal. Unreal. And maybe we don't hold Bruce Lee up enough as an icon for civil rights, but he clearly was that. He's clearly someone who cared. You know, it's interesting. I didn't, I also, another thing I didn't know, I didn't know that he had studied tapes of some of the great fighters. I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. If one wants to be a great fighter, one would go about it by imitating great fighters. But seeing the the passion that he had for watching guys like Sugar Ray Robinson and Muhammad Ali... And then understanding, oh, I get it. He was learning how to generate power. That was really cool. I, I'm completely blown away by this. If you haven't had a chance to see it, you really need to check it out. It's, it's riveting. It's really riveting. And I really like the way that it was done. I really like that. On top of me sitting there and wanting to learn 
as I'm watching it, I'm also kind of craving to learn a little bit more. And it's funny. I swear that like in a week, in a weekend where you're trying to find these little oasis, oasises of peace. After watching that, I feel a little bit more peaceful. Like I can even tell in the way that I'm talking right now that I feel a little bit more peaceful than I felt in the last few days. And that's good. Now, part of that is a product of it was my birthday this weekend and I've kind of gotten away from social media a little bit. But the other part was just listening to Bruce Lee and his philosophical side was really calming. It it brought me to like a good place balance wise. They could have done four or five episodes of that and I would have been down for watching it. Seeing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar seeing that incredible scene between him and Bruce Lee in in uh faces of death like it was it was awesome and seeing those two work together on it and seeing like as as Bruce is holding the bag for Kareem and Kareem's so long and his legs are so powerful. Like seeing him kick the bag. <laughs> and Bruce almost like go flying was dope. They did a really nice tribute to Brandon Lee at the end of it, which I thought was great. It was just really, really, really fantastic filmmaking. So shout out to Bao Wen. We got to see if we can get him on the show. I'd love to talk to him more about it. But if you haven't seen it, it's it's up there with the best 30 for 30s that I've seen. So watch it. If it comes across your screen or you've got ESPN Plus or something or you recorded it, like go watch it tomorrow. I think that you'll dig it. Thanks for listening.